Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Twitter may be blowing up, and so may Matthew Kachuk, but the stars are not. Welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers, alongside my brother Christian here tonight. I have returned. I missed last night. Thank you, Chris, for holding down the fort for me. Please go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use the DraftKings app. Uh, for a special little goodie from them, and Stars win by a final score of six to four tonight. Uh, I, I mean, I guess the best you can say of tonight's game, Chris, is they got the two points, and some soldiers fell tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a lot of goals. Ten goals. I mean, we we said it last night and Tuesday night. We we're like, well, next game is probably going to be about nine goals too. Well, we beat it by one. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, ultimately, Chris, what is your biggest uh, takeaways out of tonight's game? Because unfortunately, there's quite a few for for me, at least. Yeah, the big thing for me is that the Stars played one good period. So the first period was very good. And even not even that they played they played a good last 15 minutes of the th- of the first period. Because the first five minutes, they didn't have a shot. And they scored the first shot of the game and they were off to the races in the first period. Um, but other than that, the second period, not good. I don't think, in my opinion. The third period was really bad. Obviously, we were on our heels the whole time. But with the style of play that we play now, we can have one good period and we can win that way, which was not at all a possibility with the previous defensive system. So interesting to see how one good period is enough now. I'm, I'm kind of confused because I, I can't tell if we played a bad game, if we just played the way we did after Wedgwood got hurt and that's why we played the way we did or whether this was a good game, or whether it was all three packed in no one. I just can't put my finger on it tonight. Yeah, so I, I would say it was a bad game overall, and we still scored six goals, so that's a positive thing in my opinion. I think I would say it more positively. I think I would say we didn't play our best, but we still got the win, and we still got the two points out of tonight. So yep, I, I think fair. we're both right. I think we're both right. I just think of yeah. it, try to think of it a little bit more positively. So 
Um, obviously, the the biggest news coming into tonight tonight's game was the fact that uh, Marchment his return to L L A to Florida, and uh, Hanley is actually in tonight, and Colin Miller is out, which was a bit surprising. I'm uh, not completely surprising, but if I had to give it like a percentage, I was like seventy five percent surprised that he was out and and Hanley was in, and all the D pairs were completely scrambled up. And uh, what what do you think about all of those storylines coming into the game tonight? Yeah, I mean, Marchman, obviously, he's taking a big step forward in his career. He did with Pay. He said he was going to answer up to it in the preseason. Obviously done that so far this year. He gets, I think, just one point tonight on the assist on the Sagan goal. But he was very good all over the ice. Obviously, in the end of the game, he was a big a big deal. But he, he did very well in his return to Florida, I think. The the Hanley thing was interesting to me. Um, he, def- he definitely needed to come in at some point. We know that. And I heard a lot of talk before the game about how the the road trip has really been taking a toll on these guys. You think about it, we had one home game before this East Coast swing after the Canadian swing. So when you come home to Dallas, you're home for a night. <laughs> so it was like whole Canadian trip, come back to Dallas is kind of like you're visiting because you weren't there for very long, all the way back out to the East Coast. So Stars have been moving around a lot. Good to get some fresh legs out there. And I think Hanley did very well. As for Miller, he was obviously not great in the Lightning game. His time on ice was very limited. So it kind of made sense to me that he was the the odd man out there. I really didn't think he played all that bad, to be completely honest with you on Tuesday. I I mean, I'm not saying he played like, oh my goodness, fantastic. But he he had some bad plays. He had some good plays. He he, he was okay. So I was just a little surprised that they went in and, and took him out. It wasn't bad enough for me to notice either, but like when you see his ice time and it's vastly under what he normally is, there was something going on. So, so let's just get right into the review of my notes over here. Um, it was all Florida for the first five minutes. It seemed like they were the only ones getting the shots, and uh, there was a Miro hooking call. It was the first Dallas penalty kill. Uh, even Razor said it. He li- like quotes. I put quote bad call. Dash yeah. Razor. <laughs> it, was, it was a terrible so, call. It was or a terrible he held call. A stick. Yeah, he he pretty much did. Um, Lindell would have a chance, basically point blank, and then immediately after the Stars killed the penalty, uh, Sagan to Hintz. Hintz scores it. Beautiful shot right over the right over the shoulder of uh, Mr. Bobrovsky, who would end tonight's game with a really bad save percentage. But the Stars are up one to nothing really early on. What did you think of the goal? Cookie jar. Sweet. That's what Robey Hens does. I mean, when he gets those chances, he, he's a finisher. By the way, happy birthday to Robey Hens. So he gets his goal yeah. and he has his birthday today. So he gets two goals. <laughs> he gets two goals. Yeah, we're getting there. And on top of that, he gets to keep his uh, point streak going on. He's up to 10 games along with Mr. Robo on the uh, season here. So Dallas would go on the penalty kill again. The Landeria would take a tripping penalty. They'd kill that off. And at this point, we're halfway through the period. Shots are eight to one Florida. So even though the stars are winning one to nothing, the one shot they took, it went in the net. And yeah. to be totally honest, Chris, I was a little worried in the first half part of the first period, just because of the way the stars were playing the first five minutes. Although I think that goal by hands kind of like, I don't know. It was like a jolt. I don't know what, yeah. what, what did you think? I honestly wasn't too worried um, because we were on the penalty. We were on the penalty kill for four of those first 10 minutes. And beyond that, we had some good chances that also just didn't hit the net too. You think about the shorthanded chances too. So 
I wasn't too worried about it. We needed to get something going, and obviously, with the stuff we're going to say next, we did. <laughs> so going straight into that, perfect segue. Three goals by the Stars in the last five minutes of the period. First, it's Lundqvist with a really great shot. I mean, that shows you right there that he's got the talent that the Rangers knew he had. They just had no room for him on the blue line. Ben with a breakaway. What a dirty dangle there. He scores, and he's been on a fire uh, streak lately. I I'm not even calling it a hot streak. It's a fire streak. He's been really fire good. Streak. And then the last eight seconds of the period, Sagan would score five hole from a Marchment pass. So Marchment gets retribution for the Florida Panthers letting him go. And at the end of the first period, it was four to nothing. And I wrote, well, was Dallas good, or did Florida really suck that bad? Or maybe it was a mix of both. Uh, what did you think of any of those three goals, first off? And what did you think overall of the first period, Christian? The one I really want to talk about is that Lundquist goal, because that looks like what, what he can turn into, is is what that goal showed me. Just the dangle on the blue line all the way through the offensive zone. Looks like he's going backhand the whole time. Fools him. Cookie jar into the top. I mean, that was nuts. That was a that was an elite goal by Nils Lundquist there. And it's only his first of the season, too which is crazy. That might be, that might blow the top off the bottle and he might start pouring in some more goals for us. That would be really interesting. Um, overall. Yeah. The, the Panthers defense was not good, but credit to the stars. That's an for, understatement. That's an understatement. in that period. I mean, you could look at that as like a stalker player or excuse me, a football player or any kind of, you know, team defense sport and know that that way it, it sucked it was so bad yeah it definitely wasn't good i mean it's bad defense and the panthers are known for that they're trying to outscore their problems but also the stars executed perfectly on all these chances that they had so i think they maybe missed one other goal that they could have gotten this period other than that flawless execution everyone did their job when they got those chances so credit to the stars obviously those boobers were well deserved at the end of the first period too though so going into the second period, obviously Bobrovsky is out. They chase him from the net, and Spencer Knight is in. He's going to be a – you You got to watch out for this kid. He's already getting paid pretty well for being a backup, but he's eventually going to take over that net from Sergei Bobrovsky, and he actually has been lately. So watch out for Spencer Knight. Uh, that's a side note of the uh, the night. No pun intended there. Oh, my goodness. Um, anyways, uh, there was a really good play uh, by Hanley on a D-stretch. Uh, shots at this point, five minutes into the period, 15 to 12 for Florida. Uh, Dallas goes on the penalty to kill again. Uh, Sagan for a high sticking. And then Hagee gets the first goal for the Florida Panthers here. It was a, right sh a wrist shot excuse me, from right above the right faceoff dot. So it was just a great shot. Uh, there was no chance for Wedgwood there. And it's a power play goal. And uh, the Florida Panthers go one for three on the power play at that point in the game. What did you think of that shot overall? I mean, it was a good shot. Lots of traffic in front. Not much you can do. The penalty kill was not stellar tonight. Same with the power play. Uh, me and James talked about that yesterday in the preview, how we're top notch on all of those. And the Panthers beat us there tonight. I mean, Panthers were two for four on the power play. We were over three on the power play. So we didn't execute what we were supposed to do, but also we were kind of due for something like that. Our penalty kill has been too good recently. Our power play has been too good. So kind of comes to it there. Uh, but yeah, penalty kill needs to be better on that. Needs to contest that shot, get in the shot lane. But oh, well, it's it's one to four at this time. We don't care. <laughs> Immediately after that goal is scored, actually, the Dallas Stars actually get their first power play of the game. 
Uh, Lomberg goes to the box for interference, and then they highlight Jamie Benn, 13 points in seven games in November. So he continues to be a on a fire streak. I'm going to continue saying that. Um, uh, ben would have a shot during that power play. It was a really good chance, and he even kind of shot himself for that. He, he thought he should have had a better, uh, better opportunity on that. Um, and then hence, with about nine minutes remaining in the second period, he would score off of a broken play, and Razor literally said, and I had to quote it again because he's just fantastic, idiotic play on defense. So, it, it, I mean, he was just having at it at the Florida Panthers tonight, and Razor's not normally like that. So it, it was weird to see him going after the Florida Panthers as much as he was with the team defense. Um, well, well, but what did you think of the goal by Mr. Hints uh, there? That one was most egregious. I mean, it was a two-on-one, and he just like, oh, I'll just go get the puck. He can't pass. Like, he just forgot what forward passing was. They thought we were back in the beginning of hockey. I mean, that was idiotic. Right after that, oh, before I before I get to that, uh, Robo would get the assist on that goal, and he would continue his 10-game point streak as well. So that continues going through the season. Um, Luce Dorenen, with like one of the greatest last names ever. I love the name, Luce Dorenen. Um, he scores off the rush. It was a great pass by Sam Bennett, and it makes it 5-2 to two, uh, at this point in the game. Uh, what did you think off of of that goal off of that rush, was that mostly Dallas defense or was that just really good on the Florida Panthers there? Uh, I thought it was really good on the Florida Panthers. I mean, it was a great pass by Bennett is, is what I remember is just marveling at that pass. It was great. Right after that, the Dallas stars would go back on the power play. It's roughing on cousins and it's uh, Kiviranta who draws the call, which he seems to do that a lot, to be honest with you. And maybe that's just because I noticed him, but Absolutely a great job there. Um, and then obviously the, the big storyline of the night happens and uh, Wedgwood gets hurt. He makes a heroic save on Lindell on a breakaway. And here comes Ottinger into the game. Obviously our, uh, our thoughts are with Wedgwood right now. It seems like he's okay. Obviously he wasn't going to come back into the game. And yeah. I would assume that he's going to be placed on IR at the very least because I mean, it was really quick. As soon as he, as soon as he awkwardly twisted like that, he immediately dropped his blocker and immediately went for his back. So that's never a good sign because he was. It wasn't even like a contacted injury. That's initially what I was thinking, but they they were talking about on the broadcast. Uh, I think it was in the third period that he didn't actually even end up going to the hospital or anything. He just went back into the Stars locker room, and the stretcher was just for precautionary measure. So that's a very good sign, considering how scary it was at the time. I mean, seeing a, a big guy like that having to be stretchered off the ice is definitely just th- super scary. And it always the thing it always makes me think of is the Rich Peverly situation. So my mind just always goes straight to the worst thing anytime something like that happens. So, but from the sound of it, it's a lot better than we thought it was at the time. So that's a very encouraging sign. Hopefully he's not out for too long and, and yeah, hopefully he's just okay. Really is, is the first thing, but it seems like he is. He's just such a likable guy. It seems like, and what what's awesome for him is that he's bounced around the league quite a bit and he's had, he's had points in his career where it looks like that he was going to kind of get pushed to the wayside and not get noticed as an NHL goalie anymore. And he came out and he really shone with the Dallas Stars last season, enough to where they gave him a two-year deal. Yes, it's for a million dollars, but still a two-year deal for a guy like that, that's a lot of stability for uh, for Scott Wedgwood. And uh, I, I just hate to see that for him. And hopefully he's okay. 
our, our thoughts are with them right now. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it here at the end as to what that could mean for the stars going forward with the goaltending situation. But let's, let's finish up the game here. Um, anyways, Chris, I thought that this was the biggest turning point in the game right there. That's when the stars, like it, yeah. everything just got, I, I mean, honestly, I felt like at that point it was just survive mode for the Dallas stars. Definitely. And thankfully that the Florida Panthers didn't catch up on that quick enough. Cause if they had, I think we would have lost this game. So, um, Dallas would, would have a shot that goes wide. Uh, they go on the penalty kill again, Hawk and Paul for cross checking. It was a stupid call. Cause he was, the guy was already falling down and, That's a cross and check. I, it was a cross check, but he was already falling down. It was a stupid call in my opinion. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ryan here. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then Florida would get their second power play goal. It was Aaron Ekblad from the point shot. Uh, we were talking with James in our little group chat, and he honestly thought that it was just more unluckiness on the penalty kill tonight. Uh, do you agree with him, or do you think that it was just a complete breakdown in the in that particular part of the special teams game for the Stars? Not a complete breakdown. The second one is definitely pretty lucky. He just bounces off a guy in front of the net who is fully tied up. I mean, that's just fortunate. The first one, you definitely can get in a shot lane there. Um, there's there's room for improvement on that one. Not sure on the second one. That is more more lucky than anything, I think. So going into the third period, shots are 31 to 21 for Florida, about five minutes into the period. Uh, Dallas would actually get a power play. It was a tripping call on Ekblad, and it was a legit call. I know. Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) They called a legit call. Um, Otter would make a really big save on the shorthanded chance for Florida during that power play. The Stars did not look very good in that third third period at all. Um, Florida would kill the penalty, and I put Florida looks a lot better. And I was was really starting to get scared because I I was afraid that that the – Injury that Wedgwood suffered was going to get to the stars and they weren't going to be able to be mentally tough enough to finish the game. Um, Fortunately, they were able to. um, But just to finish off the game, uh, there was a two-on-one for Dallas. Uh, Pavelski would have a shot. Marchman had a couple of chances. It was uh, actually announced on the broadcast that Wedgwood did not go to the hospital, like you mentioned, Chris, during that third period. And that's when I was just like, okay, thank goodness he's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the scary part happens. Six minutes remaining in the third period. Kachuk scores. It was a great, it was just a great pass, a great feed. Dallas was not paying attention. They got caught put, puck watching, and uh, the score becomes five to four. It's a one goal game at that point. What did you think, Chris? Yeah, 
Th- then I'm terrified. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not positive that that Florida is going to win at that point, just because I think Dallas is a good team. They're smart enough to hold on to it, but we have bad history in one goal games. We have not won a one goal game yet this year. So when that goal goes in, very nervous. And then after that, then we can talk about uh, the incident. Um, I got to pull it up because someone was someone was already asking specifically you, Chris. Uh, it's Brandon. Brandon Perkins. Hey, Brandon. It's good to see you again, man. Um, I got a question for Chris. Uh, how trash is Kachuk? And does he think the unsportsmanlike penalty against Marchment was BS? What, 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 do, what do you think about that? particular question christian i mean of course i think it's bs it's absolute garbage i mean the, the stars get get a penalty those obvious penalty it the, karate chopped the stick out of marchman's hand there, there's no denying that that's a penalty starts going the power play basically the game is over is what it should be uh so kachuk is pissed off because he thinks marchman just let go of the stick no obviously not so he skates in open ice runs jumps and body checks into marchment who doesn't even fall down. So in response to being body checked after the whistle has been blown several seconds before that Marchment punches him in the face. And apparently that's enough <laughs> to warrant him getting an unsportsmanlike conduct, but not Kachuk. So they even out minor penalties and they give him both fighting majors, which is, you know what Kachuk is doing there. He's trying to draw a call the other way. He, you should not be allowed to body check Mason Marchment after the play and get no penalty for it, and then call a penalty on Marchment for responding to that. It, it's garbage. I mean, you're just going to let Kachuk do that again is what's going to happen. It's going to set that precedent that, okay, do that every time then because it worked this time, and they almost scored to tie up the game. So if they had tied up this game because of something like that, that would have been terrible. But I, I think overall this game was poorly officiated again. I think that's two games in a row. Uh Kudos to the stars for overcoming it, but man, that's a terrible call. And, and again, the, the, this has been like a thing with the Dallas Stars this season. We, y'all, you and James talked about it just last night about the penalties that the Stars are taking, and the fact that we feel like yes, we're a more aggressive team. Yes, we're probably going to take more penalties because of the system that we play under Pete DeBoer now. But a lot of them seem ticky tacky. It seems stupid. It seems absolutely ridiculous. And a lot of the penalties, at least, and maybe I'm just being a biased Stars fan, and that's fair for people to say. But as a looking at it, it doesn't seem like it's fair. It doesn't seem like it's being called fairly to me in ev- almost every single game I've seen. There have been on- so many stupid, stupid calls. Tonight, I wrote that three times. I wrote it three times. Wrote it for the Kachuk incident. I wrote it for the Hawk and Paw cross check, and then I wrote it for the 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 Miro incident. And, and it was even freaking uh, Razor who came out and said that's a stupid call. That's a bad call. And yeah. I just don't know what I don't know what it is that the refs have against the Stars, or if it's really that the Stars are that. I don't I don't know. Are they really that much of a penalized team that they should be that way? I'm honestly over the the Stars at the or the, the the penalties that the Stars take. So they're an aggressive team. Sure. Penalize us more. Whatever. We're the second most penalized team in the league. Fine. Sure. We should also be drawing a lot of penalties with the style that we play. And we just aren't. I think James uh, yesterday brought up the set that we were in like the high 20s for 
amount of penalties drawn, which is terrible. I mean, you look at this team and the way the Stars play, that's not true. That's, I mean, there's no other way to put it. That's just wrong. That should not be the case. They should be drawing a lot more penalties. They should probably be at least in the top 15 for, for calls that they draw. So that's what I'm more angry about is that we don't get on the power play more. And with one of the best power plays in the league, that would be really helpful in the game against Tampa Bay when you had two for two and the other team over, over doubled you on power plays. So I'm still going to keep the mindset that later on in the season, this is going to even out and we're going to get some games where we get a lot more power plays than the other team. But so far it hasn't happened. So we'll see. I- I'm hopeful. So uh, Delandria, finally, he-, he gets rewarded at least a little bit with an empty net goal. I think it's that's his first of the year, correct? Second. Second of the year. And uh, he puts it out of reach for the uh, Florida Panthers. And the only thing I could think of is, thank goodness the Stars survived this. Because I-, I know Florida is sort of kind of underperforming what the expectations were. But they're still a good team. Very and they they very well could have won this game tonight with the way the Stars lost heart. I mean, that's literally what happened when Wedgwood went down in the second period. Yeah, and I talked a lot about Tuesday how it how we were happy with how the Stars played, but I kind of bagged them for not being able to win a close game again. Uh, the Stars find a way to pull this one out. I think it's their second win in a game that is two goals or less in the final score difference. So starting to learn how to win these close games. This game was learning how to hang on and you're going to have to do that on some points. Some points you're just going to lose it. The other team is going to get all the momentum and they hung on very well. The third period only allowing one goal is honestly great for how much momentum the Panthers had. So very happy overall with that. Very happy with how the team played late when they were facing a lot of adversity. I mean, losing your goalie in a scary situation like that, that's a lot to overcome. And the stars overcame it, found a way to get the two points and get out of Dodge. So, and also this whole road trip finishing out with five of six points against three really good hockey teams. That's a fantastic road trip by the stars right there to bounce back from what was not a great run. Agreed. And, uh, especially that Tampa game. I thought the stars played excellent. It was such a great game. It was so much fun to watch. It was just frustrating that they didn't get the win. But I, I couldn't be mad at them because they played so well. Um, and I agree with you. Five out of six points on a road trip like this. Uh, absolutely that fantastic. Every day. All right. Uh, I got to ask a question because it's going to be really obvious. Um, Brandon asking again, not to sound unsympathetic, but does this mean Hudobin or Murray come up and which one should it be? Um, who, who, hearing- should it, who should it be? It should be Dobby because he's actually been playing really well lately. Um if Wedgwood is really that hurt, it I, I want I want Hudobin up here, um, but it, it just the cap it, it it does it doesn't work. So it's he's, probably going to be Murray for sure, according to Ardell. He's asking right, and yeah, pretty yeah, much. The, the problem is, is it can't happen. Even if so, uh, Wedgwood doesn't go to the hospital, which makes me think he's not going to go on IR for that long, or make is hopeful at least. Um, so he's probably not going on long term IR, so it doesn't open up a roster spot. Um, so definitely Murray's going to come up because Wedgwood's contract stays on. But even if Wedgwood does go on LTIR, only frees up a million, and Dobby is three million, so he still doesn't fit even with him going to LTIR. So I'd love to have Dobby on, 
there, there's no room for him. It's not possible this season. So he, he's going to be on the Texas Stars, or he's going to be traded. Is what's going to is what's going to happen. Well, at this point in the way that the season is going, I think it's important to have a third goaltender. And like if if Ottinger or Wedgwood really get hurt, and as especially Ottinger, if Ottinger gets hurt, then we have the room to to bring up uh, Dobby because he'll be on because Ottinger yeah. will be put on IR. So <laughs> I really don't think he's going anywhere. Personally, that's just what I what I think. But um, we we sort of kind of talked already talked about what happened in tonight's game. The Stars got the two points. That's all that really matters. It was such a weird freaking game. Weird game. Uh, Wedgwood is hopefully okay. It sounds like he's okay. I think I'm I'm kind of like browsing Twitter as, as we're talking, but it sounds like he's walking around <laughs> in the locker room. That's what it so, sounded like from the reports that that I was hearing. Is that it was just very very precautionary. And he was hurting really bad, but it wasn't a big issue. So just super painful, which obviously sucks, but he, he seems okay. That's great. Um, is there anything else uh, uh, that we really need to talk about? I, I guess we could talk about this. Um, uh, penalty kill really let us down tonight. Uh, they, let, they let in two goals. And then on the, on the flip side of that, the power play was not very good tonight either. And they, I, I, I guess the first one was okay, but the, after the Wedgwood incident, when they got some power plays, it was not very good. What did you think of the special teams tonight? Uh, I think power play had a lot to do with Haskin and not having a great night tonight. I think Haskin was pretty bad. He got the power, the penalty early on. Um, first, it wasn't a penalty. It wasn't. It was not a penalty. He, he, it, it, he still it got a bad he, call. It was still called on him. He finishes the night with a minus one, which I don't love that stat, but in isolated situations, and it's confirming my opinion. So I'm going to use it when it confirms my opinion. Um, so that's not great. And it, it, he just looked off. And I mean, he's on his offside tonight because of the line scrambling. I don't like that. And it just felt like he had a lot more turnovers than normal. And I don't know. I just felt like Casey was not on tonight. And that has a big thing to do with the power play. Um, and the penalty kill. The second one was a fluke. The first one were totally due. And same thing with the power play. They've both been so great recently that you felt like there had to be a game like this at some point, And it just kind of came tonight and, whatever i'm sure it'll be back to the way it was next game okay um let, let's go ahead and get into our biggest winner and biggest loser here for tonight um what do you who do you think was the biggest winner and biggest loser tonight chris i'll get the obvious one to the birthday boy rope hints scores two nearly identical goals tonight and it was same just spot. fantastic all over the ice. Yeah, same oh. spot, same same shot, forehand into the into the into the top. So that was fantastic. By the way, someone's making fun of us for saying cookie jar because only Razor says that because he's old. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm I'm cookie old, jar. Okay? Cookie bar jar. down. Bar down. All right, we'll call it bar down too. All right. David, no, you have no way. We'll, we'll, we'll we are stars we'll fans that down. have been influenced by Dazer Ray. Dazer Ray. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Razor Ray. <laughs> uh, Chris has muted himself and he is no longer on the podcast. He has turned off his camera. <laughs> um, uh, while he sits in shame, I'll go ahead and give my my biggest winner, biggest loser tonight. But uh, biggest winner for me was Lundquist, honestly. Uh, he had a really good goal and I thought he was uh, really fantastic tonight. 
Biggest loser tonight, I got to give it to Sergey Bobrovsky because he had some crazy stat, like he was 16-2-2 in his career against the Stars. Uh, and Now, lately, he hasn't been as good, but still, I mean, seven saves on 11 shots, that's really bad. So th- those are my biggest winner, biggest loser. Uh, Chris, who's your biggest loser tonight? I'll be critical. I'm going to be critical tonight. My biggest loser, I'm giving it to the Haskin and Suter duo. Not very good overall. Got scored on fair. quite a bit. Didn't like it. I think they were both scored on. They were both on the ice, but both the power play goals went in too. So <laughs> I'll be critical. Those guys are supposed to be our best guys and didn't feel like it tonight. Got to play better. That is very critical though. <laughs> it is very critical. So, all right. I think we're good. Anything else tonight? Uh, Nope. I didn't check when the next game was, so I'm going to keep on talking until I figure that out. Uh, I can't find it. Okay, so the stars are playing again, uh, in two days. So we'll be we'll be back then. So this this next stretch, the stars return home for four games, and three of the the out of the next couple of games, they're they're going to be some pretty big contests. You've got the Islanders coming into town, and then the next five are against Central Division opponents. So that's going to be extremely extremely important. Two against Colorado, one against Winnipeg, one against Chicago, and one against St. Louis, who is looking better. They're still not great, but they're looking better. So I'm I'm still not taking that for granted if if I'm a Stars fan, to be totally honest. So uh, we'll see how all of those games go. Uh, we'll, of course, be with you. Chris, you got anything else? GG, boys. Let's finally beat up on the Central Division. Come on. This schedule's <laughs> been so boring. I'm tired of playing Eastern Conference. Let's play some rivals. Right, let's go. Anyways, go and check out sarcasticamarkshop.com for all the merch option from our podcast. I couldn't think of what it was yesterday. Yeah, you you said like (laughs) shop, sarcastic remarks or something like that? Sarcasticamarkshop.com. Super easy. Super easy, boys. And, of course, leave us a uh, five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Or leave us a review if you didn't like us because we we, we always want to get better at what we do. So, and uh, as always... Yeah, just, just like Kachuk and to Marchman, right? Totally. And uh, as always, guys, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, without y'all, we wouldn't be able to do this, and uh, we're having so much fun doing it. So along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side, and we will hope you guys will have a good, fantastic morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you guys are listening. Chris, say GG one more time. GG one more time. <laughs> GG, boys. See you later, guys.